Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in Greenville, South Carolina. I'm your host as always, Stan McCune. I'm a realtor right here in Greenville, South Carolina. You can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach out to me for any of your real estate needs whatsoever in Greenville. Even outside of Greenville, I can connect you with realtors outside of Greenville. Just let me know. Just a reminder, please like, rate, review, subscribe. All of those good things to this show. Uh, that is the only thing I ask. Those two things. Use me as your realtor. Subscribe to the show. And if you can, like, rate, review, all of those good things uh, to get this show out to as many people as possible. Um, today we are going to be talking about the Greater Greenville Association of Realtors market stats. And I knew this would happen. I actually called it last show, which was I said that as soon as uh, the episode was over, uh, as soon as I recorded uh, last week's episode, that almost certainly that the uh, market stats would come out right away after I did that. And sure enough, within like 48 hours of me having uh, recorded that, sure enough, the uh, GGAR market stats came out. It is what it is. I don't know why it takes them so long to to produce the market stats that they do, um, but it is what it is. So I'm recording this on January the 19th. These stats just came out a few days ago. We finally have the end of year numbers for uh, for what happened in the Greenville market. And so if you're on YouTube, you are going to uh, see these charts that I'm about to share with you. Uh, these are basically fresh off the press. Maybe someone else showed them to you uh, because, again, unfortunately, I had already recorded something for this week. I'm not going to record two things or I'm not going to release two recordings in the same week. Um, but we're just going to start straight up at the top. There's a lot of interesting things in uh, in the data for now. We're going to start right at the top uh, with new listings. The new listings data for uh, for the month of November, it was up. 15.6% year on year, and uh, and I believe we discussed this when I discussed this last time, and they've even revised that number. That's a little bit up from from what it was when uh, when I went over this last month, uh, but that was a very big number. We hadn't had new listings data year on year make that sort of a leap in a very long time. Um, the month of December was also in the positives. We had an 8.7% year on year uh, new listings data. So we had 1,040 new listings. That was up substantially from the 957 that we had in December of 2023. Um, and so, um, sorry, uh, December 2022. And so um, a nice little 8.7% increase on new listings. Now here's what's happening, okay? Here's what you need to think about when you think about supply side data. Um, supply side data in real estate tends to be accompanied by demand side data as well. So as we have new listings, oftentimes it's not one to one, but maybe it's, I don't know, 0.8 or 0.9 to one that for every new listing is a new buyer as well. So as we're seeing supply going up like this in terms of new listings, that's an indicator that demand is also rising, perhaps not at the same rate as supply, um, at least not when we're specifically looking at supply side data. Um, but it's safe to say if the supply side data increased by 8.7%, odds are the demand side uh, buyers out there increased by a pretty comparable level. 
Um, now, this new listings data is still historically relatively low. I mean, it's not as low as I already said as December of 2022 was, um, but we it, it was lower than every other year until we get to 2019. So still, again, on the supply side of things, um, inventory extremely low. What about pending sales? This is one of those numbers that's always wrong for the most recent months. So we're going to look at November. Uh, November, 1,034 pending sales. This is the count of properties on which offers have been accepted in a given month. What does that mean? That was a 4.8% increase year on year. Um, that makes it one of only uh, three months in the year of 2023 that we had a positive pending sales number for the month of November. Now, I suspect that the month of December will also end up being positive when it's all said and done year on year. Um, and and by the way, I, I should, because this is, now we have a full year of data, I should mention the percent change for the year. We're gonna talk about this uh, for all of these as well. Sorry, I, I skipped ahead of myself. For new listings for the year, it was a 1.8% uh, decrease on new listings uh, for each month of 2023, on average, right? So on average, uh, when you average all 12 months together for the year 2023, it was a 1.8% decrease in new listings from 2022. I meant to say that. As far as pending sales data goes, again, we won't really know what the exact 12-month uh, number is until the January statistics come out in February because the pending sales numbers are frequently inaccurate. But I suspect that the pending sales in December uh, will probably be revised to around 900, uh, which December of 2022 was 817. Uh, and so that would be a decent little increase uh, year on year. That would be, you know, potentially like a, a five, six, seven percent increase in pending sales. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, still, again, the where these pending sales numbers are hitting is still pretty low, relatively speaking. Again, the quadrant where we're at, um, or the or the spot on the graph that we're at, it's it's still low. These numbers are all depressed by these interest rates being where they are. We have stabilization though, and this is why we're finally starting to see some of these numbers in the positives uh, year over year. Um, Close sales. This number is usually pretty accurate, and this one's a very interesting one. So closed sales was in the negatives year on year. So we had a negative 1.4% increase or a 1.4% decrease year on year from December of 22. So it went from 1,228 closed sales in December of 22 to 1,211 closed sales in December of 23. That's pretty, that's pretty close. Um, what has interested me, though, is we had a very rare time where we had a closed sales increase month on month. This time of year, very unusual. And if you're looking at the uh, the chart, you can see how we have this little V-shape uh, happening here at the end of the year. Um, you'll notice that you don't typically see that. Last year, big drop-off from November to December. The year before that, big drop-off from uh, from November to uh to decide, actually, I'm sorry, I'm looking at this wrong. Um, we actually, this is the January line, so we've got to see where the uh January closed sales come out. Um, so actually, I completely 
misspoke on that. It followed the normal trend. It just wasn't, it actually wasn't as big of a jump from November to December as we normally see. I actually came prepared to discuss that, and then I just, uh, my brain went somewhere else. Um, where I was going to say <laughs> is that actually the increase from November to December wasn't as much as what we normally see. Uh, but what I'm actually interested to see is the early returns for January is that we're having quite a bit of activity in January. And because we had that, the, our, I think our pending sales number for December is going to be revised to a higher number than what we saw in 2022. We actually may see a uh, a reversal in the trend where we typically see a big drop off from December to January. I think it's very possible that we end up seeing uh, either a small drop from December to January, or you might actually see January actually be a little bit higher than December. Probably unlikely. It's probably more likely that it's going to be follow the normal seasonal trend. Um, but I don't think the seasonal trend is going to be as extreme um, as we normally see. Because from what I've seen so far, again, anecdotally, it's not in the data yet, but what I've seen so far is that January has been pretty strong. Now, here's a very interesting one. For December, the days on market until sale. This is one of the markers that we look at very closely. Um, and I had discussed about how at the beginning of the, the first quarter of 2023, days on market until sale went really high up. Um, but that... Uh, at least the, the baseline that we're starting from now is a lot higher than what the baseline was last year. So December of 23, the days on market until sale hit 52. That's the highest number that we've had since April of the past year. We spent almost the entire year in the 40s and 30s. We only had a few months that had days on market in the 50s. And that 52 number was up substantially. That's a 20.9% increase from December of 2022 when it was 43 days. So this is very interesting Right, because I thought days on market until sale was going to be higher for 2023. Um, well, when I made my bold predictions, I accounted for the fact that I thought that that uh, days on market in 2023 was going to be higher. So I was more conservative on that number for 2024. Um, but at the moment, we're starting at a much higher level. We're starting the year at a much higher level than what we did last year. And I think that what we're seeing is you know, as inventory was low, we're seeing a lot of these homes that have been on the market for a very long time start to get sold. So this very old uh, inventory is starting to get absorbed in the market. And as that old inventory gets absorbed, then this days on market number is going to go up. So we may end up seeing this number uh, really go substantially higher. It's already uh, pretty much in line with, you know, historically... What you would see now for this time of year, uh, for the end of a year for it to be where it is, is still a little bit lower than what we would normally have. Uh, but if we see days on market start to go up, we could very well see it revert back to what the uh, pre-pandemic norm was. And I'll say this, I was just telling someone this, what the market feels like to me as I'm just out there helping my clients, it feels like 2017, 2018. That's exactly what it feels like to me where it was seller's market, but, you know, it would take a few weeks for something to sell. Even even a property that was in really good shape. And buyers backing out regularly. We're seeing a lot of backouts happening right now. So these types of things are happening. Again, it reminds me of, of 2017. This is the way the market was uh, back then, 20, 2016, 2017, 2018. Seller's market, but just not a very hot seller's market. Uh, buyers being fickle. 
that's exactly what we're experiencing right now. And that's being reflected in this days on market data, in my opinion. The days on market, by the way, the 12-month average, it was up 70.4% year on year. Um, and that's strictly because in 2022, we just had some of those low, low months where like June of 22, 18 days on market. July, 19 days on market. Like for that to be the average for the entire market is insane. That just meant back then that we just had so many homes that were uh, that were selling, you know, after being on the market for zero days or just one day. Um, and then everything else was being sold within 30 to to 40 days, which is still historically very quick. So this is what we're seeing. We saw a big increase uh, for the year, but that really started to taper. And that December print, even though it was it was a 20.9% increase year on year, that's still the lowest increase year on year that we had the entire year of 2023. Um, and we've now had, uh, we've now had, let's see here, one, well, we got to go way back. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight straight months of, of that percent increase being lower. Part of that is that the days on market until sale haven't gone up uh, as exponentially as as perhaps they could have been. But then also we're now comparing against months where those days on market were starting to, uh, to already go up. Um, so we're starting to bridge the gap basically between uh, between now and a year ago, because now we're starting to compare data year on year with the mark when the market was still in this higher um, higher interest rate environment. So we're going to see some of these numbers start to normalize, and some of these percent increases or decreases um, start to uh, either go away or not be as dramatic of a difference as they've been. Median sales price. This is obviously something that we've been. Uh, following very closely, it's it's kind of the closest approximator that we have to actually being able to determine appreciation. And um, I've been telling you guys, you know, I I think we're going to end the year with pretty strong appreciation, relatively speaking, right? Because some of the country saw a good bit of the country saw depreciation. And if you're looking at the headlines right now, uh, there's a lot of headlines right now that. Uh, are, are talking about prices going down, all this kind of stuff. Well, guess what? December 2023, the median price for greater Greenville area was 315000 a 6.7% increase from December of 2022 when it was at 295000 um, So you can look at this one of two ways. Either we had prices go up by 6.7% for the year of 2023, or if you want to take the 12-month median, which is another way of doing it, uh, which is basically looking at all 12 months um, and then essentially aggregating those, then you would have a 2.9% uh, increase uh, for the year. Either way, we saw strong appreciation in the Greenville market. I prefer that 6.7% number because that's more what people are thinking about, right? They're thinking about more, okay, prices in December of last year were 295. They went up 20,000, a 6.7% increase uh, year on year. So here we go. After all of this, after all the drama of 2023 and all the speculation, prices are going to go down, prices are going to go down. Prices did not go down. There was one month, one month, where we saw an actual year-on-year decrease in prices, and that was May, and it was a 0.6% decrease. Every other month was in the positive, and um, out of all of the months, three of the of the most positive 
months. Three out of the four most positive months were the final three months of 2023. Um, the only other month that compares, January had a 6.8% increase year on year to the median price point, the median sales price. Um, outside of that, the three other strongest months were the final three months of the year. October was 7.7%, November 3.1%, December 6.7%. So um, if that is an indicator, it seems like we might be in kind of a launch mode here, right? If that continues into the busy season, which is what we are about to enter, right? We're in the, the in mid to late January. As we enter February, that's when we start to see the early rumblings of the busy season. By the time we hit March, we are in the thick of the busy season. And so um, I'm actually a little bit nervous about this. I'm nervous that we could we could hit double digits again in terms of appreciation, not for the year, uh, but for some, some months. Um, and if that happens, it's going to be chaos. So this is definitely something to track. But I think the headline is that we saw a 6.7% increase year on year uh, for the month of December when it was all said and done. Um, and if you take the entire year together, it was a 2.9% uh, increase. Average, similar. Uh, we had a 4.8% increase to the average. I don't put a whole lot of stock in that because that fluctuates dramatically based on uh, how many very expensive homes or how many very cheap homes are are sold in a month. Uh, but it, for those that are interested, the average was 3.67, uh, basically 367,500, uh, roughly speaking, which was a 4.8% increase from 350,500 uh, for December of 2022. And then if you want to take the 12-month average, that was four point a 4.2% increase. So either way you look at it, we had increases. Um, as far as the average goes, there was only one month where we had a negative year-on-year uh, -year average, and that was the month of March. Um, so again, slightly different than the median, um, but when we put them all together, we can see very clearly Greenville saw some pretty uh, strong price appreciation uh, for the year 2023. Percent of list price received, we have the second straight month of a positive year-on-year -year print. Again, now we are, like I already said, we're comparing to months that uh, and and years that were still in a state of shock from mortgage rates going up so so fast, uh, so high, so fast. Um, and so we're we're kind of comparing against the bottom here. But December, the percent of list price received, which is the percentage found when dividing a property sales price by its most recent list price. And then taking the average for all properties sold in a given month, not accounting for seller concessions, um, December was 98.1% versus December of 22 was 97.9%. So a 0.2% increase year on year. For the 12-month average, we saw a decrease of 1.5%. No surprise, the 12-month average of 2022, because the first seven months of the year were over 100% of list price received. Um, the entire year 2022 had a 12-month average of 100%. So sellers, on average, were getting 100% of what they listed a home for, not including uh, price reductions or seller concessions. Uh, whereas for 2023, it was 98.5%. That's a healthy number, right? If we're in the 98%, um, that's completely healthy. If we're in the high 97s, that's pretty healthy too. Where things start to get a little bit dicey, 
um, is if we start to go into closer to 96%, right? The last time we were anywhere near 96% was in 2016. Um, and then obviously the, the slower markets, pre-2016, the market was decently slow. Um, and so uh, really, if you're a seller, you don't want to see this number go below 97%. We've not been below 97% for, for quite some time. Right now we're sitting pretty at 98.1%. Housing affordability index. Um, this is the number where, that we want to be at 100 from the standpoint of, of people being able to afford housing. Um, if it's 100, that means the median household can afford the median home given prevailing interest rates. Um, we we trended, uh, we and we have been trending the past three months in a positive direction. So we got to 90 uh, for this number in December. Now, that was not trending in the right direction year on year. But year on year, it's down 5.3% from the 95 that we had in December of 2022. But that's to be expected, right? Because in December 2022, uh, mortgage rates were, were lower, prices were cheaper. So obviously, housing isn't as affordable as it was then. But it has gotten more affordable the past few months, and that is directly related to mortgage rates getting better. Now, we have seen a little bit of a reversal, at least as of me recording this. Mortgage rates uh, kind of hit a little bit of an artificial bottom, and they've been trending back up into the high sixes on average. Again, different people can qualify for different things. Uh, Depends on a lot of factors. But long story short... Um, I do think, unfortunately, that when January rolls around, when those numbers roll around, probably this number is going to go back down below 90 simply by virtue of mortgage rates having ticked up a little bit. Hopefully, mortgage rates won't go back into the sevens. Um, That would really put a damper on on affordability for a lot of people. Um, I predicted in my bold predictions they wouldn't. I predicted they would stay in the sixes. So I'm also hoping uh, for the sake of my bold predictions that they stay in the sixes. But we will uh, we'll have to keep track on that. Um, inventory of homes for sale. This number is always higher than it should be, uh, which quite frankly is a little bit alarming. Okay. So November, if you guys remember November, uh, when the data came out last month, it said it was, we had 4,055, uh, homes at the, for sale at the end of November. They revised that all the way down to 3,706. That was still a 5.2% increase year on year from the 3,500 that we experienced in November of 2022. But what has me concerned is that December 2023 was only at 3,726. Now, it's normal for inventory to take a little bit of a dip uh, towards the end of the year. You can see that as a normal line trend. Uh, But for December to only be at 3,726, I think that this is going to end up being revised down to around 3,400. Um, which is really low. And I'm seeing inventory this month uh, really seems to be coming down as well. Again, we'll have to track what happens when it comes to these uh, to to mortgage rates and how you know mortgage rates going up a little bit impacts some things. Um, but at the moment, inventory still still is trending below what we would ex- what we have as the pre-pandemic norms. Um, and, and I think that this number, you know, will probably end up being closer to about 3,400. So a decent bit below the pre-pandemic norms of, you know, where this time of year we would typically expect 
to be a little bit closer to 4,000, maybe 3,800, maybe 3,900 homes for sale. But I think we're going to be below 3,500 after this number ends up getting revised. That'll still be a year-on-year increase from the 3,249 that we saw in December of 2022, but not a huge increase. We have not seen the huge inventory increases that some markets have seen. For instance, as I saw recently, San Francisco is up 50% from their 2019 inventory levels. That is insane. Like, Can you imagine if our inventory, rather than, uh, than being down you know, roughly 10%, 15 percent from 2019 imagine if our inventory was 50 percent higher than 2019 like we would be the market would feel so slow if you're selling a home it would be so hard to sell a home and we would see some meaningful price declines at that point um we're not anywhere like that in the greenville market so uh, unfortunately the headlines are dominated by those big cities like san francisco Um, don't listen to those headlines. Listen to this podcast. We've got the Greenville data here. What about month's supply of inventory? Well, this is going to be inaccurate, right? Because as we say every month, uh, it's taking two flawed numbers, inventory of homes for sale, which is always wrong with the most recent month. And it divides that by the pending sales from the past 12 months, which is also going to be uh, slightly incorrect on the basis that the most recent pending sale number is not going to be right. That being said, it's this number, this flawed number is saying Greenville's inventory is at uh, 3.0 months. Um, Last month got revised from 3.3. So November of 2023 got revised from 3.3 months of inventory down to 2.9. So it it had a 0.4 months shaved off of it. So if that happens again for December, then we actually would be at 2.6 months of inventory, which would be just a tad above what December of 2022 was, which was at 2.5%. So uh, we've been seeing this month supply of inventory um, has been leveling out year on year as well. We saw, uh, we've seen decreases in the percent change every month since April, right? April was 100% increase in month supply. Then May was 77%. June was 33% increase. Uh, July 19% increase, August 13%, September 12%, October 11.5%, November 7.4%, and then what I suspect is that December will be even less than that. I think it'll just be a bare, just a 0.1 increase, which I don't know what that comes out to as a percent, uh, but definitely, uh, I, I guess that that would be probably around like three to four percent increase year on year. Um, so that will be the lowest increase year-on-year and month supply of inventory uh, that we've seen in a very, very long time. Um, That's the end of of all of that. I'm not going to get into all of the housing supply overview that the GGAR provides for us. Um, If you guys are interested in any of that, like if if you're wanting to know if, um, you know, if there's a certain class of property like townhomes or condos um, or luxury housing that's doing better than others, sometimes we talk about that, sometimes we don't. I'm busy. Um, So I don't have time to discuss all of that right now, but I'm happy to talk to any of you guys if you're interested. Let me know. My contact information is in the show notes. And by the way, just a reminder as always, thank you guys for listening, right? I just want to remind you guys, I do appreciate you guys listening, all the people that reach out to me for these shows. I really appreciate it. Um, So make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Send to your friends. 
tell them that I am a fantastic realtor in Greenville. And uh, I appreciate you guys. We will talk again next time.